Hey guys, I'm Natalie. This is the Least Favorite Podcast, where we talk about relationships, personal growth, and the toxic shit that we see on social media. Let's get into it. <laughs> okay guys, so this is episode 60. We start off the episode by reacting to a viral TikTok video about, and it's part of our Let's Get Into It segment, and it's about not showering in the morning if you already showered the night before. Uh, the next thing we get into is our talking shit segment. So basically, I had some people that I know weigh in give their opinion on this question how do you view a woman who allows a man to pretty much do and say whatever to her and she always takes him back do you view her as a ride or die and loyal or is she a dummy then we get into our i want to address this segment where anthony and i talk about how we managed to become friends after a five-year relationship and then we react to a video of a man on a podcast who said that high earning women are less attractive who wants you after you've accomplished those things come on Okay, so, hey, we have Cynthia back with us this week. Um, hi. Hi. <laughs> All right, so the first thing we're going to get into, we're going to get into our Let's Get Into It segment. So I'm going to play a video from TikTok, and we are going to react. What's up, bro? What's good? Okay. Yo, what's goody, bro? Yo, what's good, Zay? Yo, bro, we out to KP after school, bro? Say that, bro. You already I know. Say that, say that, say that. But now you looking a little crazy today, bro. Like, you good? You know, bro, rough morning. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know how that go. You know how that go. Oh, word. Well, did you at least take a shower this morning? Nah, see, I ain't take a shower this morning. Because I took one last night. For me, bro. <laughs> Bruh. Yo, bro, why I got so quiet? Nah. nah. You losing me right now, son. Yo, you really dirty, <laughs> oh, bro. Like, nah, what? Taking one that, at night oh, and nine oh, in the morning is crazy. That, Yo, y'all gotta remember, he's from the Bronx, so that's what they do over there. What's the oh, problem? Yeah. What's wrong with that, bro? Like, I'm, I'm still cleaning, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still keeping really my hygiene right. He really trying to justify What's the problem? Yo, bro, explain that logic of taking one at night and not taking one in the morning. Nah, like, I'm gonna hit this. bro, because if I clean my body, right? Right. Right? Bruh. And, and my, bed, my bed is clean, my sheets is clean, my pillow's clean, all that. Right. And I wake up, whoa, I'm not dirty, I'm still clean. Yo, brother man, you from the Bronx, so off rip, you dirty. Shut up. Nah, cause I really don't get the logic though, bro. Bro, I'm still clean. Like, I don't understand y'all logic though. Nah, bro, you gotta understand though. That's like saying you brushed your teeth last night, so there's no need to do it in the morning. Like, what you mean? Nah, exactly. That's different, bro. That's different, like. Nah. nah. That's different. I don't care. Like, I'm about to dip off, bro. Like, now y'all really playing with me, bro. All right, before you go, take this. Oh! <laughs> you think you funny? Yeah? Yeah. You think you funny? Oh, my God. All right, so let's get into that. Take, not taking a shower in the morning because you took one last night. First of all, I take a shower both. Me too. Okay, good, because I feel like a shower wakes me up in the morning. Yes. How do I could never leave my house without washing my ass? Like I feel, I don't feel awake and I feel like sticky, sticky, marinated, dirty. Yes. <laughs> like I don't like it. Um, but I know a lot of men who don't shower in the morning. I think that's more common for men. Yes, I feel like right? it's more common for men. Yeah. My father growing up, he didn't, but now that he's older, for some reason he like switched. Like in his forties, now he takes a shower morning and night. I don't know, but I. Okay, because I had a story, and I don't want to make it, I'm not going to make it a race thing, right? So I'm not going to mention that. 
But I had a girl that um, I knew who, she took a shower, I would never forget this. She took a shower at eight o'clock at night, one day. Okay. She went, um, the next morning she got up, she went about her business, she came home at like six o'clock, she's talking to me and then she's like, oh, I'm gonna invite a guy over. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm gonna invite him tomorrow. I'm like, all right, cool. So again, the whole day went by, she didn't shower again. So then the next day she w- woke up, mm-hmm. went to work, went about her business, came back. She still has a shower? She still didn't shower. <clears throat> From like two days ago? Yes. And I'm like, are you still going to have that guy come over? And she was like, oh yeah, he's going to come. He's going to come like around 11. I'm like, do you plan on mm-hmm. taking a shower before he comes over? <laughs> like, was I wrong for that? No. Nah. I was just curious. Cause she I, needed to shower. That's something that, I don't know, for me growing up, like... I've always been very, like, conscious of, like, showering and hygiene because yeah. my mother was on it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can tell, like, even when we go to the movies, me and my sister, she'll look at a movie and, like, the girl will just get up and get dressed and she'll be like, uh-uh, she didn't wash her ass. And I'm like, yo, we at the movies right now. Like, it's yeah. a movie. But we're, like, we, we pick up on that. Mm-hmm. And, like, even growing up, I grew up in the Bronx, which, by the way, I don't appreciate the Bronx slander. We are not dirty. And don't you dare say shit because you're from Yonkers. You think the Bronx is dirty? I'm listening to y'all conversation. Right. <laughs> Growing up in the Bronx, though, sometimes there would be no water in the, like, no hot water. Mm-hmm. It would turn off. But even, like, growing up, going to school, my mother would take a pot of cold water and boil it. Yeah. I, and I, she I, would bathe us with that, right? My mom would do the same thing, but I also hate doing that. I mean, I it's, like a it's so annoying. It's a pain in the ass. But it gotta get done. It gotta get done. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. With that... I just feel like I need to shower in the morning. I don't know how people could just roll out of bed. And not wash their ass. Like your cheeks were marinating they were all marinating. last night. I know you were sweating last night at some point. We all sweat at night at some mm-hmm. point. You're just going to roll out of bed like that musty. And then my thing is, are you putting on a fresh coat of lotion? Oh. Are you putting on like perfume over that must? Like are you putting deodorant after <laughs> nine hours? Mm. That's not- and what if you took an early shower? Like what if you took a shower at five and then you went to bed at midnight? Nah. I know you went to use the bathroom before you went to bed. That's nasty. I have this thing about laying in my sheets without showering. There's something about me not showering and the sheets. <laughs> it stays there. Yeah. It stays there. Yeah. It's gross. I don't know. Anthony, do you shower? Often. <laughs> Often. <laughs> I morning shower morning and night. Yes, I do shower yes. both. Um, There's been... Oh, no, go ahead. Because when I get off of work, showering just helps me unwind from the day. Just mm-hmm. taking a nice shower. That's what I just like. Relax, peace, clear my head. And then when I wake up in the morning, it just helps me wake up. Like it is what yeah. it, like, you know what I'm saying? Have I gone without showering in the morning? Because if I'm just like really running late or some shit, of course, yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. But it's very rare nowadays. When I was younger as a kid, like young, young. Yeah. yeah I was like, fuck it. I was just like, I yo. I got bathing when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, me too. I hated it. I Because I just wanted to play, watch TV. Like, don't fucking tell me to go to the shower. Yeah. I was tight, but I would do it. I had to. I would get mm-hmm. my ass beat. But, um, how about, like, little kids? Like, I know moms who don't, like, bathe their, like, maybe five-year-old before school or something because they're too little. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I've done that. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like... Where she, where I shower her at night, and yeah. then in the morning, she just gets ready and go to school. But yeah, I feel like yeah. it gets to a point where they hit puberty. You have to. That, that cannot... You can't do that any longer. Yeah, no. The scent gets strong. It does. They start so, getting the little ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, fuck, what was my thought? There have been times where I woke up late. 
Mm-hmm. But I still, I was telling Anthony, I'll do like what they call a whore bath. You ever heard Which, of yeah, a whore bath? Yeah, that's real, a little cat Over bath. That's real like, quick. But it's like, you gotta do, just to feel fresh. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, guys, please take a shower in the morning before you go to work Nasty. or anywhere. Even if I'm just going to the store and washing my ass. But let me tell you, I drive, mm-hmm. but the other day I had to go to an appointment and I took the train. I haven't taken the train in a long fucking time. I wanted to burn my clothes when I got home. <laughs> I wanted to like set it on fire. No, the fact that they're like the train is so crowded and there's people on top of you and you're sitting on those. It's musty. It's nasty. It's really there. fucking nasty. And then the you train. go home and you don't bathe. You know what killed me with that? How like during quarantine, they were like, oh, like now we're sanitizing the trains. And, th- and I'm like, it took a fucking virus, a pandemic for you guys to actually want to sanitize public transportation. Like nobody was thinking about doing that before. Oh. That's nasty. It so is. for years we were just on this shit, just fucking germy. This also was never a downtime like that. Think how busy the New York subways always is. Yeah, but you go to other countries and they're on it. You go to other countries and they make it a priority. Some you know countries, what I mean? well, Japan has a metro system as well, like that. But yeah. they're as a culture, they're all their people are very tidy and very yeah. polite, and mm-hmm. they, yeah, New Yorkers ain't like, like, like that shit. America's yeah. just dirty. Period. <laughs> yep. like, all right. dirty and rude. So we're going to get into... All right. So we're introducing a new segment, this episode. It's going to be called the Talk Your Shit segment. So I have a video that I'm going to play about how a guy will never leave his dummy. And I'm going to play a few recordings from people sharing their opinion on this topic. And then we're just going to react to each one in real time. Okay. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> let me get the video. He won't leave me alone, so he must love me. And it's like, a nigga's never gonna leave his dummy. He's never gonna leave his dummy. Why would he leave his dummy? His dummy lets him do anything. Why would he leave his dummy? Never gonna leave his dummy. That's the thing. Once you stop being dumb, I bet you he leave your ass. And you finally get to find a better man. Finally. He really got you on the leash right now. But once you start acting like you got some sense, he gonna leave you. And it's gonna be a lovely day. <laughs> <laughs> lovely day. Lovely day. Lovely day. All right? Let it happen. All right, so <clears throat> real quick, I agree with that video. So do I. Um, and I have, I agree with some of the, the opinions that I got. But there's some things that stuck out, so we're gonna get into it. So I'm gonna play this one is from PJ. All right, so basically, I'm sorry, because I was supposed to ask this question. I basically asked it this way to them. I said, how does a man view a girl that he can kind of pretty much do whatever and say whatever to and she always takes him back? Do you view her as ride ride or die and loyal or as a dummy? It really depends on the man, honestly. Um, Like, she's not a... The ride or die loyal thing is basically all perspective. Like on the man, if he treats, if he knows the woman's no good for her, he's not gonna fuck with her no more, and he just using her, then niggas see how stupid basically. But if he really love her and she loyal and like, I mean, obviously, if you say whatever you want, then you don't respect your girl. So it's like, she a dummy, I'm a guess, because if a nigga disrespecting you, then you should just leave, shorty. Like it don't really matter. Is there anything that stuck out to you with that one? With what he said? Yes. So, he said if the guy's disrespecting you, mm-hmm. then obviously he's considering you a dummy. Mm-hmm. But what if he's not? 
what if he plays it out so cool that he doesn't disrespect you, but he's still using you? Like, okay. at what point do you figure out that you're being a dummy? That could be hard. Yeah. Because you would think that you he would need to overtly be coming at you, calling you out your name. Yeah. Raising his voice, maybe putting hands on you, God forbid. Mm-hmm. But what if he's playing it cool? If he's playing it cool, it's hard to tell. Yep. Because then it's like, I think we hold on to that. Oh, but he treats me so good. Mm-hmm. I feel so safe next to him. Yep. What he's doing can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. Because I feel good when I'm with him. Oh, that's dangerous. I know. That's fucking dangerous. I've never... Have that's you been scary. in a situation like that? Like... No. I've been a dummy before, but it's really obvious. It's obvious. That I'm, I'm, that's what I'm doing. I wonder which is worse. If the guy, if it's obvious and the guy's like going in on you or... The other way around, for sure. Yeah. If you're If you're doing it and the guy's playing it off cool. Yeah, because you could stay there even longer. They fucking with like. your feelings. Damn. They fucking with your mind. <laughs> yeah. They mind fucking you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. All right, so... um, I do. I feel like I knew girls who... Well, I guess they just appeared that they had high self-esteem, but they were in really bad situations like that. Yeah, like we spoke about in the last episode that I was in. Yeah. Like, with the whole confidence thing is what yeah. you portray. You portray you have high self-esteem, that mm-hmm. you have this confidence. Mm-hmm. That's what you're giving off. Mm-hmm. If you have low self-esteem and then you say it, yeah, then it's like, yeah. wait a minute. You feel like guys can sense that? They can sense it. Of Even course. if you're like putting up the front? Yeah, it's like they say how dogs can sense fear. Yeah. <laughs> Guys can sense that low self-esteem yeah. and then they know when they're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, she's she's mm-hmm. good. She's a good target. Yeah. I think especially to, I was thinking about this earlier. If a guy knows that you're probably like high up there mm-hmm. and he's like maybe, you know, not on your level, but he's able to still manipulate you, mm-hmm. he feels like the man. Of he course. feels like the shit. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this bitch, I know she's better than me. I know. I know that she deserves better than me. But she doesn't know that. That's why in that situation, they do it. They do it. And it empowers them. Yes, it empowers them. So you could be in a a great career. You could be a nurse. You could be a teacher. Mm -hmm. You could do all these things. But if the guy knows how to manipulate, how to mindfuck you. Oh, they feel like they on the top. Yeah. They're like, I could take this person that has all their shit together mm-hmm. and that's my puppet. I run the show. Yeah. You are the dummy. Yeah. You're, you're dead as the dummy. Um, I'm gonna play uh two more. One really stuck out for me. Uh something that she said really stuck out for me. So this is from Tony. Right. So like without limits. Like, a man that's just doing and saying whatever he wants to do to a, a woman and she always just stays with him. I think she probably has super low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. She's not confident in herself. Um, but to the same extent on the other end, um, does she really know this man? How long has she known him? Is he, like, all of a sudden changing? Does he have, like, a potential to be something else? Um, so there's, like, many different elements. But push comes to shove. No matter the situation, you have to know your value yourself and have a threshold, like, for things. Like, there has to be a turning point when you're like, no, I'm not going to accept this shit. 
no matter the reason, no matter who it's from. Um, and that goes for every person in your life, I think. So, yeah. The one thing that stuck out to me with what she said was the potential comment. Like when she was like, how does he have potential? I feel like we got to be very careful about kind of like saying, oh, but he has potential to be this. But who's putting that potential on him? You or him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can see the potential in anybody. That doesn't mean that they're going to realize that potential. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of times we have this like this this vision of like who they can be. Mm -hmm. But it's like that's your own like expectation from them. So now you're holding on to this toxic ass like relationship or behave the behavior that he gives you that you know is wrong. He's disrespecting you. Feel like shit. You feel horrible about yeah. yourself, but because you're holding on because of the potential that one day he'll realize it and he'll change. Like fuck that. Like that whole holding on and seeing the potential. I don't really. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's bullshit to me. Um, do you have anything to say about that? Because I'm gonna play one more, and after this, I don't even feel like we have to say anything else. Because I'm gonna play my sisters. And she went in. <laughs> yeah, let me hear that. She fucking went in and I just... Oh, man. All right. No one deserves to be humiliated. Nobody deserves to be disrespected. Mm -hmm. Nobody deserves to be treated less than because they're the man and they have the right to treat their women that way. At the end of the day, anybody who allows anyone to feel that way is weak. Anyone who allows anyone to feel that way lacks confidence in themselves lacks self-awareness and does not truly know what their value is so at the end of the day if you are in a situation like that as a female and you feel like you have to settle for that then you need some time to yourself and you need to reevaluate your life because i'm pretty sure that there's other people besides your man in your life right now that are doing pretty much the same things walking all over you stepping all over you disrespecting you treating you like shit you got to love yourself first before you can love another human being. And if you are allowing somebody to treat you this way, then you don't love yourself and you're weak. And we don't. Oh, yeah. And then she said we don't have time. So that is my sister, people. She fucking did that shit. Like, I don't even got nothing to say. I feel like what she said was absolutely right. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't disagree with anything at all. You need to listen to some Teddy Pendergrass when somebody loves you back. 50 50 love. That is all song. I mean, he's speaking about that, loving someone equally. You as a guy, right? Mm -hmm. Have you ever been in a situation where you had a dummy and you took advantage? Not no. like I was in an actual relationship with, no. No. I can't be with someone like that. Mm, okay. Yeah, because I don't think that happens in an actual relationship. What do you mean? I feel like it happens when you're the, the in that situation, the guy's not taking the girl serious. Okay. That, that's what I feel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like. Mm. But then how many relationships? I mean, because I know relationships that are like that. They're in a relationship, boyfriend and girlfriend, and the guy is just completely disrespect. There's cheating. Yeah. There's verbal abuse. There might be physical abuse. There's humiliation. Yeah, but that progresses. I feel like that doesn't happen overnight. No, it definitely doesn't happen overnight. I feel Nothing like. Should, everyone mm, always shows their best <clears throat> fucking side of themselves yep. in the beginning. That definitely doesn't happen overnight. Um, yeah, I agree. But I think 
it really just takes a lot of realization on the girl or whoever because it could be guys getting mistreated too yeah let's not just put it on men yeah because women, women ain't shit either yeah women be taking advantage of men yeah. especially when they see that open door like they could ooh, oh i could get whatever i could get I this them. yeah 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 so we're not just gonna put it on men i think it just really no matter how much advice and we just spoke about this earlier no matter how much advice you could give to somebody until they're ready to like really make that next move and take that step and leaving that person, they're not going to listen to anything you have to say. Mm-hmm. They're not taking your advice. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's unfortunate because you could be friends with a woman or a man who's in a situation with someone mistreating them. And obviously you as a friend, that bothers you, that hurts. You mm-hmm. don't want to see your friend going through that. Yeah. But you can't make anyone do something they don't want to do or they're not ready to do. The same way you can't make that man change and be better for you unless he wants to, you can't make them leave each other either. Yeah. And I don't want to say that age plays a factor in that because you could be 23 years old and being super mature. Oh, yeah. But maturity has a lot to do with that. Mm-hmm. Experience has a lot to do with that. Yeah. Like, I feel like, personally, when I was in a situation like that, like... I was very inexperienced. Like, I wasn't sure about what exactly what was going on. Now, I feel like I would be able to, like, read that right away. Yeah. And isn't that beautiful? It is. It's nice. It you is. can identify it like that, and you're like, oh, no, fuck this. Yeah, I'm not even going to exactly. entertain this another minute. It's yep. good. Mm-hmm. It's good. I never, um, I didn't have that experience in my 20s, for the most part. Like, I had it, but not really. Until recently, I finally had that full experience, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm like, oh, no. I choose me. I love me. <coughs> Fuck yeah. that. And it feels good to have... I think... I don't want to say I think we all should go through it, but I think in order to lead you to that healthy relationship or to a place where now you know how to show up mm-hmm. and how you want someone to show up for you... I think it is necessary to get into at least one unhealthy relationship in your life. I don't feel like you have to go through an un- unhealthy relationship, but I feel like you have to go through an experience for sure. You have to, because you don't know otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's there's one thing that I'm not, I'm not going to front. I dislike a lot, and it's getting advice from people that have never been through the experience. Yeah. And they're giving like this full-blown confident advice. Like, you have to follow what I'm saying. You have me. to do what I'm saying. That was me. Early and it's like... Young. Bro, you've never experienced mm-hmm. this before. How are you giving me this? And like, for example, I've known people that have been together that they've only been with this one partner. Yeah. From day one. Mm-hmm. Multiple relationships mm-hmm. like that. Multiple marriages like that. And then they want to give advice, right? Which is great. I do want to know what makes your situation yeah. successful. Because that doesn't, you don't see that a lot. You don't. Yeah. I do want to know what makes your situation successful. But on the other hand... You don't, you've never experienced a lack. Yeah, you never experienced heartbreak. You never experienced dating. You never experienced all these things. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for me to take your advice when you've never been through that before. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. you definitely have to go through the experience. You have to. Mm -hmm. So, if you're going through that now, I'm sorry. (laughs) Know your worth and you'll make it through. That's all we could say. Mm -hmm. That's all we could say. All right. So, now, are you ready? Because you're going to be in control of this one. I'm ready. All right, guys. So like we did last week, we introduced a new segment. And this is the I want to address segment. So <laughs> I put up I put up a post on my Instagram asking for people to like send me some topics they want us to talk about on the pod. And someone messaged me. I'm not going to shout him out because he might want to be anonymous. But he was like, talk about how you can maintain a friendship with an ex or become friends with an ex. 
So I thought this would be a great topic considering that I am great friends with my ex. Can I tell them? The you cameraman. already told them that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're good friends and uh, we're going to talk about how we're able to, to be friends. But Cynthia is going to ask us some questions. I'm putting you guys in the hot seat. In the hot seat. And uh, we're going to answer. So go ahead. All right. One second. All right. So I feel, mm -hmm. and I feel like pretty much everyone feels around you guys, yeah. that you guys were... Um, good. That you guys were really great together. Okay. But I know that life happens. So <laughs> the first question is, why did you guys break up? Um, okay. So I guess I would just own my part right now. I think at the time, um, I had just finished grad school and me and Anthony were already together for like five years. And I felt like he was ready to take it to the next level of like me moving in with him. And at the time I wasn't ready for that commitment, but it was like, fuck, like we've already been together for five years. <laughs> I just felt like I had something else in my mind for my vision in life. Like I wanted to get my own place. That was a big deal for me. Since when I was 19, I was like saving for that, thinking about that. I wanted my own place. I wanted to really be independent as an adult. And at the time, I always had a relationship from when I was 16 years old. Yeah. Boyfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend. I was never single. And then I was also under the rule of like strict parents who wouldn't let me be an adult and date and have fun. Yeah. So it was one of those things where it was like, I'm finally at a place where I have my career. I have potentially can get my own place. I started noticing I was becoming different. Like I was craving like going out alone more, going out with my friends more. And I felt like I had missed out on a lot of things that I didn't do in my 20s. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, damn, like I almost feel guilty for becoming like this new person or I feel a shift in me. Yeah. And I feel like if I want to do these things, I can't do it and be in a relationship at the same time that was okay. my mentality so and i feel like anthony knew because he had told me in the beginning when we first started dating like you're young i think you should just be single and date mm -hmm. but me being young i'm like no i like you like yeah let's be together and he was like all right but i think i think you should be single i think you should date and just enjoy your 20s and i wasn't trying to hear it and it hit me after the fact and i think we just had a conversation and that was that was it you do know that throughout your entire lifetime let's say that you have a partner mm -hmm. and you've been with this let's say this is your lifetime partner mm -hmm. you always go through that shift multiple times do you yeah like you're gonna hit that shift in your 50s you're probably gonna hit that shift in your 60s <laughs> I thought be done by now. it's like no it's like <laughs> even like in marriages like if you're in a marriage you're gonna be a different person all the time yeah. you're gonna have that shift yeah the thing is that your significant mm -hmm. other has mm -hmm. to accept that new person. Mm -hmm. So just wanted yeah, to throw yeah, that yeah, out yeah. there. No, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything you want to add? No. no you... I mean, I, okay, I'm not going to sit here and say we didn't have other differences. I'm not going to put it on blast. But there were other things. But I feel like that was the main... The main thing. The main thing, yeah, for sure. Put it like this. I didn't want to break up. She did. I'm not psycho. So I was like, sure, break up. I mean, yeah. that's all it is. I'm not. I'm going to respect what she wanted. I yeah. didn't want it. She did. That's it. Okay. Okay. Do you guys think you get along better as friends? It's the same. I feel like it's the same, right? I feel like when we were together, we were always good friends. Always. Yeah. 
So I feel like now it really is the same. Except yeah. there's no like romance. Yeah. It's pretty much the same, yeah. Okay. Um if any of you two mm-hmm. were to get into a relationship mm-hmm. and your new partner states that he doesn't appreciate you being friends with an ex, would just guys stop talking to no, each other? I would never stop talking to Anthony. And I was actually my last situationship, it was that. He didn't he didn't appreciate the friendship or, you know, us working together. But this was never gonna stop. Even so, if things were going fabulous no, with your new because partner. I feel like a new partner would have to one, you gotta trust me. Mm-hmm. If I'm telling you what it is, that's what it is. I'm getting to, I'm getting to a point where like the fucking around and like being like like playing like lying to you and all that shit for what? Yeah. If I wanted this, then I would pursue that. I wouldn't pursue a new relationship. So if I'm telling you, this is what it is. It's not romantic. It's not like I'm here sneaking like in his crib and like we were like being romantic with you. It's nothing like that. You got to be able to trust me. Yeah. So right off the... If you got an issue with it, I feel like you don't trust me. And then I can't be with someone who doesn't trust me. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm not. How about you, Anthony? If your girl was like, fuck that bitch, fuck the podcast, you're not doing that shit no more. Um, I don't know, because like, I'm friends with every ex-girlfriend I ever had, so See, I don't I'm know. Not. Anthony's the only guy I'm still friends <clears throat> with that I broke up with. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So for me, it's just... I have female friends. I don't know. I don't really... Um, Think about it that way. I don't know. Never thought about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not because I'm not. To me, I'm not like with a relationship in my head, like trying to be with anyone. Like, have, I don't have the thoughts in my mind, like to be find this person I'm gonna spend my life with. Yeah, so, yeah you've always is. been like that. Yeah, he's like more like if it happens, it happens type shit. Yeah, yeah. Do any of you two get jealous when the other one gets flirty with someone? Or someone flirts with them. I never seen you be flirty. I don't think you've ever. I don't know. Answer your part first. <laughs> like, I think I'm already like a bubbly personality. I think it could come off as flirty. I don't know. If you, you mean get right, like now? But you don't get jealous, or do you? I don't know. You mean like as now yeah, as like now. just working? Yeah. I mean, you were like in a whole relationship for a year, so it's like. And he was yeah. We worked together and it was fine. So like. I um. I'm going to tell them about the time when we were on the phone. But you did say you guys were fine, but you're, but you're answering. I want to hear what he has right, to so. say. Um, of course, I felt a certain way at times, but I mean, fuck it. What am I going to do? Yeah. So it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. So I just, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. I think it's weird. It's weird. Like, um, one time we were on the phone. And remember, he had gotten food and he walked in and we were on the phone. We were talking about the topics. And then I heard a girl's voice be like, oh, I'm so full from last night. Ooh, full from what? <laughs> that day. <laughs> are we talking about food or are we I'm talking so about that day? And to me, it was like, it's not that I was jealous, but I was like in shock. Like, oh, shit, he has a girl in his apartment. So I'm like, Anthony, like. <laughs> We're on the phone, but you got a girl in your apartment. Like, this and is he weird. Fi- and he filled her, up, filled her up last night. You feel me? I'm like, this is mad weird. Like, nah. And I hung up the phone. I was just like, oh, shit. And then he called me back, and he's, like, laughing. He's like, Natalie, are you serious? And I'm like, no, this was weird. And he keeps laughing. And I'm like, why are you laughing? Like, what's funny? This isn't funny. He's like, Natalie, that was a YouTube ad that automatically started on my computer because I turned my computer on. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I felt like a dick. Yeah. I felt like a big dick. But it was more of, like, a shock because I feel like... If I was dating someone, I'm not going to be like, 
I don't know, on the phone with Anthony and like my new partner. I yeah. don't know. It was weird. Yeah. Do you think that you probably felt that way? Because <laughs> I feel like when the person is single, mm-hmm. you kind of feel like that door is still open. Oh, I see what you mean. But then when that starts to happen, you kind of feel like that window is kind of like tightening up. I get what you're saying. I don't really think about like a window being open or closed. My sister says the same thing. She's like, you guys are probably like not thinking about it that way because you're closing yourselves off from it. Mm -hmm. Right? Like we're not being open to like the romance part. But I just feel like we have other things to focus on right now. Yeah. It's not really in the... So like window open or closed, I feel like... I'm not thinking about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What did you guys like about your relationship? Um, What I liked about our relationship, I feel like with Anthony, it just was easy to be myself. I think I was able to be completely, like if I was being immature, if I was being goofy, quirky, honest about whatever, I always felt very comfortable and like know that I could tell him anything and he wouldn't judge me. I think yeah. that's the main thing. And we just had really good conversation all the time about anything. Yeah. Yeah. What did you like, Anthony? Um, she's not um what's like the best way to say this. Oh shit. <laughs> no, no, it's not gonna be bad, it's gonna be positive. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say like layman's terms, not a dumbass. Ooh, I like that. I'm not a dumbass, thank you. You're not a dummy. I'm not a dumb like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, you know, like, cause I've had conversations with women and I'm like, fuck this bitch is dumb. And I'm like, I know exactly what he's you know about. what I mean? I'm like, yo, I can't even talk to her about mm-hmm. like, like just little things. Like, like, I don't know. For me, I enjoy when the person I'm with, um, I feel they, I want the person I'm with to be smarter than me. Yes. You know right. what I mean? So you, yes. So you can learn from I them. I don't want to be the smartest person all the time. Like I need to learn shit from you. Like, and you can learn, you feel what I'm saying? Like I gotta hate when like, it's some people who I talk to. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, like. Just some simple shit. Like, I always call her the grandma not, like a grandma, grandma please. But then, like, grandma if I'm police. talking to someone else and, like, they're spelling, like, the wrong words oh or something, God, I'm like, exactly and about. I'm just like, <laughs> fuck. Misspelling. Like, with me. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I could say, like, that is something that just bothers me with, like, some people. And I'll be like, <sighs> or they'll, they'll try to sound too smart. And use like a wrong word with something, and I'm like, yeah, like they don't even use the proper meat, like the definition. I'm like, what yeah, yeah. the fuck are you trying to say? You confused me more than fucking educated <laughs> me. Yeah. So like that type of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, you had another question. Yes, two more to go. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> what did you guys not like about the relationship? Um, yeah, I'm, so I'm normal. What I didn't like about the relationship was I just feel like. I'm very, very emotional. Like, I am ruled by my emotions. And Anthony is very, very logical, not emotional at all. So I think that was always, like, where we would butt heads, Mm -hmm. where I felt like things were such a big deal. And you know what? Some things probably weren't. But at some some point, I feel like it doesn't matter if it's a big deal to you or not. It's a big deal to me, and I just need you to, like, validate that. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like sometimes that wasn't, always the case with him like he would just be like no it's not that serious like fuck that yeah and that would like piss me off and especially us that were so emotional so emotional and, and i'm a like, cancer and no yeah so am i yeah so when they're like 
oh no, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. You're like, what? What do you mean? Like you're not you're not making me feel reassured. Like we reassured. Said. And that's that's thing. But I mean, that was the main thing, which is a big deal for me. But that was like the main thing. How about you? I actually posted that the other day. I posted on Instagram. I was like, a bitch a big issue of mine is being dismissive of how someone feels. Mm-hmm. Not understanding why they feel a certain way just because I feel it is childish or dumb. Most things do not bother or offend me. However, I'm wrong to assume everyone feels this way. Yeah. And that's not how I post it. I'm like, you know, that's one of the big things I have, like a negative about myself where I can look at and say, that is something because most things don't bother me. And especially from experience where like I, I can see like I'm talking to someone and it's this is bothering them. But I'm like, yo, this is I've seen it happen before. So I'm like, yo, you're just going to get over this in like a week. So for like, yeah. so for me, I'm like, if you're going to get over it, like in a week or so, don't even let it affect you right now. Yeah. And that's the way I, I kind of look at things. So, but I get it. People need to go through their own wave of emotions when dealing with something. Yeah. Um, but if you're coming to me with the, with it, it is important to let me know, do you need me to just listen to you? Or do you want like my advice when it comes to saying, do you want right. me to communicate back with you because if you just want me to listen and just that's it fine but if you're talking to me with me with with the thought of i need i need some guidance or i need you to give me some advice this is what i'm going to tell you i'm going to just tell you how i feel and i'm going to give it to you i'm a straight shooter i'm not going to bullshit you yeah you know what i mean so that's i'm just gonna be as honest as i can and me my honesty sometimes is not what people want to hear because it's just very blunt and direct and I don't sugarcoat shit for anyone. I don't yeah. care about hurting someone's feelings if I'm gonna be honest with them. Yeah. So that's yeah. yeah. Like guys are like that. Yeah. Like you go ahead, they'll, they'll vent to you, and you're there <clears throat> telling them a bunch of things of what they should do or shouldn't do. And then when you ask them the question back, they're like, nah. Yeah. And you're and like, like the fuck? are you gonna elaborate no, of don't. why the nah? Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what? It's like, are you even listening? Yeah. Did you even get what I was just fucking saying? Like, yeah, no. But you didn't answer the question. What didn't you like about the relationship? What didn't I like? Yeah. Um, Nothing because I was so amazing and perfect. Ew. No flaws. No I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you know what? I could say one thing, but I don't I don't mean this to be bash bashing oh, or whatever. Shit. Um <laughs> okay, read me. Read me. No, I didn't about it. read me. I think his in certain cases you're lazier than I am. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yo, if it's like, if we just here chilling, right? And I'm like, damn, let's just kind of, let's just go, go to the city real quick. And let's just go to a bar or just do something like smart, more spont- spontaneous. She's not spontaneous. Kind of thing. She's, She's not lazy. spontaneous. Because I'm not lazy. That's why I, I didn't want to say like, complete, but, I love I'm being spontaneous. but I was thinking about more like if you hit the bed or like get super comfortable, there's oh, yeah, no it's getting you out of like, that. Once the bra comes off. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. yeah it's it's not like, it's, it's not that. You know and for I me, love better. that. I've gotten better. That's what I'm saying. I, I like that sometimes. Not all the time, not every night, but yeah. like, say it's Friday night right now. What if, if it was 70 degrees out right now? Like, I'm it was sorry. a nice. Let's go for a walk. Yo, I'm like, you know what? Sometimes you just get that. I want to be outside, outside. Sometimes like, you just get that feeling like, yo, yeah, I just want to yeah. be, I don't want to be home. Like, it's yeah. it's nice out. So, like, that, that's where I like. And again, it's not all the time, but because I'm like, a, I'm really like an introvert, extrovert. Because a lot of times I just want to be home chilling. But there be times where it's like, I just want to go out. Yeah. And I need to see everyone and I need to be around a lot yeah. of people. Like, I just need that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's that that I can say that. Okay. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Like, You're right. You're right. All right. So I have one last question. Okay. It might be a little deep. Okay. Oh God. Do you guys still have feelings for each other? 
Um, well, you know what? I'm a firm believer that feelings for anybody don't go away. Really? I don't I don't think your feelings for anybody ever fully go away. I think there's always love there, no matter what. Mm. I feel that way. And not that I not that it's strong enough where I would get back, but there's always feelings there, yeah. So the answer is yes. Yeah, the love is always there. Okay. Always. There you go. Yeah, he feels the same. I, I, don't, I disagree with that. Really? For me, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means if your answer is for me, this is what <laughs> I see it as. If you're answering yes, mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. there's feelings because I've, I don't have any feelings for anybody. Really? Yeah. But it's not feeling like, again, it's not feelings like, oh, if I see them again, like, because I have like exes. Oh, like I would. No, but it's like, for me, it's like if I ever loved you. Where does the love go if we're not together? It just disappears. It vanishes. Like, I gave you intimate parts of me. We shared a lot. That it's like you still have a part of me and I have a part of you. That's always there. That's how I see it. Nah, I could go from that stage. And fuck it. And then be, I walk right past you in the street. But then I ask myself, was that really love? No. That's another thing. If you, (laughs) I didn't think about that. that. That's a big part. So let yeah, me right, let me ask you this part. then uh, counterpoint. Were those like your exes? Um, were they healthy relationships? Did they end well? No. Also plays a part. <clears throat> yeah, yeah plays you a know part. what? That's a good also point. Plays a part. You know, because if you ended something with someone who was disrespectful, cheating on you, or like calling you out a name, all that kind of disrespect, that's different. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like of course, why would you want to have feelings for this person? Because I, I I'm a firm believer, and you can't hate someone without loving them first. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have a love, be able to hate because yeah. hate is the complete opposite of it. Like yeah. you can't just hate someone without having some kind of love for that person first. Yeah. So if you're with someone and you have these strong emotions towards this person and then they do you completely wrong and then you get that hate. So like, you know what I'm saying? You had this strong love for this person. That's where that hate comes from. So like with us, it was never like any Mm-mm. bad kind of thing. So that's why it's easy. With my ex before her, same thing. That's the only ex I don't speak to like I want to say regularly, but like, like often enough. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. That's the only one. Um, because she's just, just a little bit different than like. <laughs> but I I actually spoke to her fairly recently about a month ago because she was sick with, with COVID. So I hit her up, asked her how she was doing, and we talked for a little bit. But like my other ex, she lives in uh, Texas. She's married with kids. We talk. We talk often. She's she's doing great. Other ex in Florida. She's engaged with two kids we talk fairly often she's doing great you know what i'm saying i have great communication with them and it's yeah. all low because all of them and all of them with their like boyfriends or whatever all were like i'm not gonna stop being friends with and it's like amazing you know what i mean that's why yeah. it's like you can't that's why when you ask like if a new partner comes i could never cut anthony out of my life for somebody yeah. i just couldn't yeah. because we had a great relationship and we have such a good friendship that it's like what reason would I like? Yeah, okay, I'm gonna, but like, at this point, it's like family. Yes. And I'm, you don't cut off family, so mm-hmm. you just gonna have to fucking accept it because mm-hmm. he's not going anywhere, and it is what it is, and you just gonna have to be secure in that. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I've never had that. Yeah. That's probably what it is, because yeah. again, like I said, I don't know if in the past was it love. Was it really love? Yeah. I I wouldn't even be able to explain that at this point. Like, was it lust? Was it obsession? What yeah. was it? Was mm-hmm. it just attachment? Mm-hmm. Because I've maybe never... you just needed to have them teach you things about what you didn't want, and now it led you to, you know, to find someone. It's gonna lead you to find somebody better. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. 
sometimes people just really are there to teach you and that is it nothing more nothing more that's a good point wait so i'm gonna finish this up with this right yeah how is it how are you able to be friends with ex so it in relationships one person ends the relationship right Mm -hmm. so like i said when we broke up i didn't want to break up but that happened like with other relationships so what it takes is one person usually the one that gets broken up with to be the bigger person that person has to swallow their pride that person has to accept like this person doesn't want to be with me anymore you know what i can't i can't go i can't be crazy or chase this person now i have to allow this person to live the life that they want to live mm-hmm. so you have to like look within yourself and just kind of be like you know what um you have to be able to control your emotions because if you're around this person what are you gonna do start crying when you see this person you can't do that yeah, you know what i mean so you have to be mature you have to be self-aware enough to know to identify if you know if your feelings know what you're feeling yeah and be able to just control that so it definitely takes one person sacrificing more than the other one because the one that doesn't want to be with the person, they're just going to go about living their life the way they wanted to live their life. Yeah. But the other person is going to have to be like, yo, I got to I got to check myself kind of thing yeah. and pull back on whatever you want. So that's a big key. It takes one person that has to be more like they have to sacrifice their emotions and their feelings yeah. for the person. So yeah. Yes. Wow. Give me that. Um, so that wraps up that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you had a follow up. Yeah. That um, topic will never be discussed again. Ever. Yeah, so we're we're never gonna talk about that again. <laughs> um, so that's that for those of you who were curious. Um, because I always get questions like, how can you do that with your ex? Like I could never. And it's just like it's not I don't know, it's just different. You know, I I I feel like that. Mm-hmm. Like again, what he mentioned, I've never had healthy partners. Yeah. So that's different for me. Right. But I do want to say, like, I wouldn't be able to do it because mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I'm real. I don't know. I don't want to use the word jealous. I don't want to use that word. But the thought of my partner having, you know, conversations mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. going out and mm-hmm. doing this and having their ex at their place, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that would drive you crazy. What? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't do it back. It's not even like, that's common. Yeah. You're probably like the majority. Yeah. This is minority right here. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So I feel you on that. Yeah. I got to ask you a question, right? Yeah. Since obviously we're together. Mm -hmm. And I always say, no, 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 this is, so (laughs) I, this is something about relationships. So I would always say, you know, I have female friends, right? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I mean, when we were together, I didn't really hang out with like many female friends like that, whatever. But I would say, you know, I have female friends. I could chill with them and that's it. Since we've been doing this and everything, have I once like hit on, like try to get with you or anything like that? Have we ever had anything? Mm-mm. So when I was telling you I have female friends and that's all it is, did you ever like think like eh, maybe kind of like Mm-mm. would you ever have question like or you could, like see like wow this dude can really do that and no because you've always been that's the thing you set the tone in the beginning right like you always were like I'm not gonna lie to you about no dumb shit. Like, if I tell you what I'm doing, that's what I'm doing. And I believed him because there were so many other situations. Like I said, I'm very emotional. I would bring things up to him and I would expect him to, like, coddle me or, um, I don't know, like, soften the blow. And he would never do that. Like, he was always very blunt, very forthright. This is what it is. And I'll be like, damn, you said that to me? And you're just like, it is what it is. That's it. I feel like um, feeling safe has a lot to do with Mm -hmm. that. Um, Feeling secure. Yeah has a lot to do with that reassurance yeah. has a lot to do with that um 
And that's why you never felt that way. Never. Now, if he did that behind your back, mm-hmm. never spoke to you about these female friends. Right. Next thing you know, you run into him in a restaurant and he's there sitting down with, I don't know, uh, uh, Sarah. Yeah. You know, that that would make you feel mm-hmm. some type yeah. of way. There was even times he had, I remember one time I was in grad school. I was in Long Island. He was at a bar with two women, one of his female friends and her friend. He invited me. He was like, come. Like, we all here chilling. And then there was one time in the very beginning of our relationship, he was out he, he was out with a female friend. And he was posting the stories on Instagram. And it looked normal. Like, it didn't look no type of way. Like, I feel like it wasn't secretive. He was never secretive. Exactly. And he would just put it out there. So it was like, I trust it. I feel like when the person becomes mysterious, yeah. secretive, that's where things start to feel mm-hmm. weird. Like, they're not giving you all the details. It's like, yeah. well, what the fuck? Like... Yeah, like, I'm going to go out. With who? Where are you going? Yeah, and you're not telling me shit. Elaborate. Where are you going? Yeah. You know, so that that kind of helps that he was like that. Yeah. I didn't get that. Right. I feel like the majority doesn't get that. No. So then what happens in that situation is that you automatically start to feel, Mm -hmm. like, you start to question the situation, so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, so last topic. All right. (laughs) So this one, oh, we need to have fun. We need to have fun. So this is, um, a man says that high-earning women are less attractive. Who wants you after you achieve these things? So let's watch the video. Hopefully this is the right video. Make very, very good money. And she says, the only thing I need now is a man. <laughs> it's like, yo, like, <laughs> it's like, who wants you? Who wants you? You, you're right. right. Like once you have achieved these things, you have unfortunately disqualified yourself. Ooh, and, and, shit. And what it is is these because I and this is the thing. I'm not blaming Ooh, the, the women. women are gonna hate him for that shit. They, no, <laughs> they are gonna hate him for that. They, they I can't wait to put this shit out. Literally, she says, "I gotta." So, <clears throat> I brought this up to Anthony, and I was just like, "How do we instantly disqualify ourselves in this situation?" And he was like, I get what he's saying. <clears throat> and I'm like, what you mean you get what he's saying? And he was like, some men look at it like, if I can't do my main role as a man, which is like financially provide or protect you, then it's like, what do you really need me for then? Mm-hmm. You don't need me. Yeah. But then I'm starting to think like, well, why is that the only two roles that we give a man to protect and to provide? And so now if you feel like you can't do those things for me, you can't be my man, but you can provide other things. Like what happens to being emotionally intelligent? What happens to being like respectful, passionate, intimate, like com- a good communicator? Would you be okay with a man that just gives you that emotional part? First of all, do you know where we live? Like it's, I need to be successful. I need to make money. Mm-hmm. Especially if we're gonna like combine incomes, mm-hmm. we both need to be making money. Why? Is it threatening to you or makes me um, like not a candidate for you if I'm successful? That should make you feel like, okay, my girl got it. Yeah. She could stand on her own. I feel like this topic can go so, so many, many different ways. Directions. And I know where you're going to go. So I want you yeah, to go there. So it can go in so many directions because, again, I could say an alpha male can yeah. think like that. Mm-hmm. Like what you just said. I want to be your provider. I want to I want to be able to take care of you. I want to protect you. I want to mm-hmm. make you feel safe. If you're doing all those things, mm-hmm. then again, exactly what you need me for. But you see in situations where a woman can be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. A housewife. Mm-hmm. 
the man is the the breadwinner and he is the provider but in how many situations do you see where the woman is the breadwinner and the provider as she takes care of the man it happens it happens but not often not often and then you also see when it does happen the woman gets overwhelmed he ain't shit he ain't lazy and 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 all of a sudden we start to everybody does it puts him in a in a category where he's, he's like bum. he's a bum he's a bum <laughs> he's a bum but then when it's the woman the woman's not a bum not a bum you understand wow you're being taken care of oh my yeah, god i wish i was so you yeah. i wish i was you so mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. that's probably one of those situations no. that's and how you can view it as or yeah i also feel that men can see that as a threat yeah because now think about it if i am a guy that works i don't know I can't even think of a job right now. Like a high paying job? <laughs> no, not a high paying job. Middle, middle, middle. What's a middle job? Uh, FedEx? FedEx. Let's say yeah, I'm we're not trying to come at nobody who works at FedEx. Yeah, let's say I'm a, I'm a truck driver. Truck driver, fuck it. And, and, and my girl, I don't know, she's a brain surgeon. Oh, she making money. She making money. She making You know what I'm saying? She making, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could see that as a threat. Yeah. I, I could definitely see that as a threat where she is, I don't know, making more money than me or whatever the case She's might be hardly but, home yeah always working but um but yeah that that can go either way i think a lot of it comes with programming right like from the beginning of time men that's all they were taught protect and provide but i feel like it's is again yes it's been like that since day one but even in animals are like that yeah. Like, if you look at the the lions, they use the lions wow. as an example. The lions, though, the women hunts. You know, the women hunts, right? Yes. Yeah. And the men stay behind because I saw a documentary. Okay. So but we cook. But in. we, as, as, as humans, we cook. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, the yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Hunting and cooking is the same yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, true. true. I'm glad you okay. said you saw a documentary. Like, that's not common. <laughs> I didn't know that shit. I didn't know it prior to the documentary. It was like a whole big thing. I loved it. In other so words, good. the lioness sent her, go, I love go lions. cook. I love lions. Go um, cook. <laughs> go get that. But we know. He sent it to the supermarket. That's what he did. <laughs> I just feel like the beginning of time, they've been programmed that way. But now, women have a, we're also programmed to stay in the house, right? And just let the guy be the provider and you just stay home. But we're shifting out of that, whereas men are not shifting out of the mentality of the protect and provide thing. So... Now women are like, okay, well, I got it now. Like, I'm good now. So I just need you to be my emotional partner, my counterpart. But Whereas that- I get, no, but I get what you're saying because I don't want somebody who makes less than me either. Not only that, but I feel like when we do that, we're also interfering with their masculine energy. Oh, we're going to get into energy now. Yeah, because there's the feminine energy and the masculine yeah. energy. And I feel like when we're doing that, like, all I need for you is this. It's like... Okay, I don't need for you to protect. I don't need for you to be a provider. Right. I don't need for you to do any of those things. And it's like, no, I'm gonna need you to protect and provide. But now I'm gonna need you to also step it up because I'm stepping it up, right? Because now with my feminine energy, I'm giving you the nurturing that you want, the peace and the the home cooked meals and the clean home. I'm giving you all that. But now I'm also out in the workplace and making money. Now you're just from the beginning of time. It was always workplace and money and protect and provide. And now you're just staying there. Mm-hmm. You've plateaued as the man. Men have plateaued. Women are taking on these other roles and men are staying there. Mm-hmm. And that's my issue. Yeah, no, I've seen that. You know that. what I mean? No, I've seen that where a woman has a full blown career, um, is a mom, <clears throat> does all the work at home, and the yeah. man just is 
yeah. providing. And we're and giving that's you all the support and the love and the encouragement that you need. But now I need you to step it up because the finances, we, we got that down. But you don't give me the other stuff that I require in this relationship as your woman. And that's where I feel like men are stunted now. So women have modern women have evolved where the We've modern evolved. man has not. Yes. The modern man has not. I haven't never thought about it that way. The modern man has like not that. evolved. They have not evolved. <laughs> and we are, we're just asking that you catch up now. Because we were the housewives at one point, and then we evolved, so now we're the working women plus the what we do at home. Exactly. The modern man is just stuck at the providing That's part. That's what I'm saying. So they're not stepping in and doing yes. the role of, now let me help at home with the cooking, the cleaning, yes. and the children. Because I was listening to another podcast, and it's crazy because they had just spoken about this. I'm like, fuck, like, how do they know? But they, they tackled it differently. But one of the questions was, the man was like, um, one of the girls was dating a man, and she had told him, you know, I don't really need you to protect and provide. I don't need a man to protect and provide. And he was like, all right, so then what do you need a man for? So then her co her co-host asked her, okay, so answer it. What do you need a man for then? And she was stuck. She was like, oh shit, like I have to think about it now. But I think we need to get very clear on now, what do you need a man for and be able to communicate that to him? Like I need a man now to be, like I said, emotionally intelligent is a big thing. Take accountability. I need you to be a good communicator, not just you talking at me, but you also need to be able to listen to me and take what I'm saying into account and move forward with that. Like there's, so, I need you to be, respectful and kind like just the fucking minimal basic shit that's needed for a successful relationship yeah. and it's not just finances and it's not just protection so yeah sorry i'm getting my shit off right now i'm like hot do you feel but, now that you so now that we are we as women we're there right yeah that we just need that now no the i don't emotional. think we just need that no i think we do need we definitely need the fi i mean listen like i said for the life that I want to live with a partner, we both need to have the finances on point. Okay. So I need that. But what I'm saying is don't just give me that. Because if you think that you're just going to give me finances and protection, that's not enough. So okay. I think, yeah. So like what you're saying is like kind of why, remember when you said, when I said I understand what the guy means? Mm -hmm. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's because you can do everything your own. What the fuck? What? Yeah. Why do I want you? And I get the frustration. You know what I mean? So that, yes. So that's what it is. It's like okay, you can go get your own money. You can do all these things. You can you can do X, Y, and Z. What the hell do you need me for? Like yeah. so now every little thing we have. Maybe we have like all relationships have. Um, I don't want to say they don't have arguments. They have disagreements. Yeah. Now, every time we argue, it's like, oh, I don't need you, nigga. I can go get my own shit. I can yeah, do my own thing. <clears throat> that yeah. happens. And women do that. They, they get into that that mindset where now, a lot of times, instead of just being able to communicate, it's like, I don't even need to listen to you because, like, I don't need you for anything. I don't need to sit here and yeah. listen to this. I can go on my own. I can take care of my own yeah. shit. That's why it's like, okay, where I understood what he was saying, it's about control, but also not just, like, the control of, like, you're gonna just do what I tell you, but it's more like this woman is dependent on you, not solely dependent on you, but she's dependent on you. So she looks to you for guidance and all that stuff. But when you have everything, you're not looking for anyone for that. Mm -hmm. So I understand why someone would, would not want yeah. that. It's like you're dating a man with a female body. Yes. Oh my God, I was gonna get to that. I was just about to get to that. So okay. I feel, because we when we say we want a man for those emotional needs, Men are not really emotional. Not. Exactly. So it's like we're asking them to be in their feminine mm -hmm. energy. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, we got to pick and choose our battles here. Yeah, but don't you think that women always always have to step into their masculine energy? Think about it. When? 
all the time in real life. What I feel like work. we step at into work. the masculine energy. Masculine energy. You boss at work. No, that's still feminine energy. I think so. I feel like when we're in charge, we're in charge of the household, the kids. If you have kids, the cooking, the cleaning, making sure everybody's good. So you're like the boss in that realm. Then if I go out to work, like at my job, I essentially am my own boss. So I'm handling everything on my own at work. I make my own schedule. I make my own case or whatever. I do my thing. I plan my therapy. I'm like the coordinator throughout my life. It's like that's masculine energy if we're putting it that way. I won't say it's way. masculine energy because I think I've had male boy, bosses and women bosses. And I think completely different styles of work and how they operate and okay. their energy that they give off. Okay. Um, I think male are definitely more just in the jobs I've had are more like uh, let's say brutes for like lack of a better term you know what I mean whereas the women are more although I can shout out some managers that were women who were also brutes but well, I was gonna say women generally are more they can talk to you better and resolve issues a little bit better yeah. so I don't think that's a masculine energy they're just handling their business maybe in a fucking motherly way and bringing that to so the office you don't ever think that a woman ever steps into masculine energy not I don't think the way you're saying I I don't think so in that so, way. I do. I do we I do think that when we're at work we're stepping into masculine energy. But that all comes to us wanting that equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. When we want it yeah. to be equal to the yeah. man, that's where we added on that that phase, yeah. that working phase. So we stepped into that masculine yeah. energy. I don't think the masculine energy likes to step into the feminine energy. Yeah, I feel like when you say boss, you automatically think masculine energy. So if mm-hmm. I'm the boss at home and I'm the boss at work and you think like you think because you're giving me finances that that makes you the boss, mm-hmm. but you're not really in charge of anything else. Yeah. So I don't know. That's why I'm saying the masculine It's energy. like I'll pay the bills, but I'm not doing those dishes. Yeah. So now I'm also helping you pay the bills because you're not just paying all the bills and I'm doing the dishes. So it's basically like I said. The woman wanted to be in that with that masculine energy when we when we decided on day one that we wanted equal opportunity. Um, We wanted to step into that masculine energy, so we were able to do both. Yeah, I feel like the masculine energy was like, I'm not stepping into that. that. That's for women. That's women shit. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened there. That's what it is. But another thing was when you mentioned about just wanting the emotional part of it. Do you feel that when we as women we're working, we're doing it all. Mm-hmm. Are we lowering our standards when we do that? Because now we don't need anything from you. All I, we need is the no, emotional part. I think, no. Because again, I need both, right? Because we got to be equal. Equal, meaning finances, we both provide. Protection, we both provide. But now the emotional shit, we both need to provide. Period. I'm not saying that the emotional thing is the only thing I need from you. But what was your question? Say it, the question again. The question is, are we lowering our standards? No, we're not lowering our standards. Because I, I think we're raising it. Because I feel like if you notice now, especially in our generation, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of men providers anymore. Like if we look at back to yeah. our parents' generation, mm-hmm. a lot of men were providing during that mm-hmm. time and way past that. Mm-hmm. Have we created that when we stepped into the masculine energy? I think we've raised our standards. I think, but then again, what are your standards? Everybody's standards are different. Mm -hmm. The things that you expect out of a relationship can be completely different from the things that I expect. I think back then, if the main focus and the only responsibility we gave to the man is to protect and provide, fuck the emotional shit, leave me in bed, don't hold me, don't talk to me, don't ask me about my day, just bring home the money. What am I really expecting from my partner? Nothing. Yeah. 
And a lot of marriages back then, there wasn't... I don't think there was real love. They just No, nah, there was together. this disconnect for sure. Yeah, they were just together. Like, fuck it, we have a goal and the goal is to just raise a family and you make the money and I stay home and I cook and I clean. So what standards were really there? Yeah. The standards to me, to me, for my vision of what I want in a relationship, looking at those standards, that's low standards. Yeah. For me, the high standards is, okay, we both financially provide, we both protect, and like I said, we both provide the emotional. Real To me, that's real partnership. Yeah. So my standards are elevated. That's rare. That's rare. It's rare. And that's mm-hmm. why it's so difficult now in dating. And it is. And people are complaining. And, oh, like, now everybody's, like, you know, in touch with their emotions. And everybody's in therapy and everything. But that's a real thing. Because that's what was, I feel like that was what was missing before. Mm-hmm. When people are realizing, no, like, I want it all. Yeah. I want the finances. But I also want the real, like, and that's why like people friend. aren't getting married friend. as much as they used to. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because we want too much. Too much. We're we're not. But I don't think that we're not. Much. We're not. No matter what, in a relationship, there's sacrifices. You have to give up something that mm-hmm. you need to find the partner that makes you better. You're mm-hmm. giving up something. Like not everyone's gonna check every box right. in all relationships. I it's agree, never right? gonna happen. So you have to. You know what? This person may not give me 100% I need emotionally, but I can go to him and talk to him about something at yeah. least. And he understands me a little bit. He doesn't give me everything that I need, but yeah. cool. He earns, I maybe I earn 100,000 a year. Okay, he earns 85. Okay, you know what I mean? I can work with this. <laughs> oh, if, if, if I'm running late, I know he can cook some rice and some chicken and do something. So it's like little things where you gotta like yeah. pick and choose. Because if you're trying to wait for everything, you're gonna be waiting forever. forever. Like that's impossible. But I'm still not just just gonna expect finances and protection. Sorry. I like that what he said though, that not everybody checks up the boxes. No, they don't. Mm-mm. That's that's yeah. but that's interesting to yeah. find out what boxes are we not checking. What, right? What, and boxes. also what boxes matter most to you. Yeah. You know? What can you what can you bring to the relationship? that you can better your partner with. Like, all right, your partner is not as emotional as you, but can you, um, you can work with him to get better at it or just uplift him in that way. Yeah. Uh, your partner doesn't make as much money as you. How can you, you don't, ha- there's ways to like encourage him to maybe get more money certain other ways. Like just you, how can you uplift this person that has like a lot going on for them? You know what yeah. I mean? Instead of just like, ah, person is not it like you know what i mean yeah 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 Yeah, but you see in that situation where he's using the word uplifting mm-hmm. i feel like now in in our society mm-hmm. we tend to use you heard what he said uplifting yeah we use we say we're building a man yeah 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 we see the potential remember the that potential. when we spoke earlier oh, a dangerous oh, word. we don't want to we don't want to see potential we don't want to help you do this mm-hmm. so the question is where is that line drawn yeah. where you're uplifting your partner versus building them Mm -hmm. like seeing the potential but it's not really i think the line is the other person has to receive receive and acknowledge that oh i do i i see the potential that you see in me because i want those things for myself and i am going to do whatever is necessary to reach that potential and they actually put forth the action and the effort in order to do so 
all these things we're talking about requires a level of maturity that is like but this is why like this was my problem before getting into relationships just because oh he's cute and yeah like fuck that like you as you get older you start having real conversations with people and it's like well what is the common goal when we unite and come together Mm -hmm. what are we working towards because granted you're gonna have your own shit that you are working towards and i have my own shit but we also have to keep in mind that we're working towards something together yeah and then what does that look like for us and the other person needs to be able to articulate that to you you can't place Mm. that on them and that's the problem that we're like we hold we like oh i see what he can be but that you hold it in you don't want to tell him because you don't want to scare him off or he's going to get upset at you but it's like the right person won't get upset he's going to be like oh shit you're right i could be doing that you know what together let's take the steps to do it yeah let's be successful i would like that I actually like but that. But that's that's a, that's what a successful relationship can look like. Mm-hmm. But people aren't having these conversations. Yeah. It's like, oh, he bought me a bag. Oh, he took me out. All right, and then what? And then they see that as success. Like, he bought me this new Chanel bag. Like, you don't that's even eight. know his communication style, his attachment style, his fighting style. You don't know what the fuck he wants in five years. You don't even know if he wants a family. You don't know if he believes in marriage like you do. You don't know if you have anything compatible with this person mm-hmm. other than good sex and he takes you out. Okay, yeah. big fucking deal. Like, then what? Mm-hmm. These are the conversations you need to be having with people. Like, it's like enough with the with the superficial shit. It's the superficial stuff. A lot of superficial shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This was great. <laughs> this was a great topic. Any last minute thoughts? Because we're done. I don't know. I think I wrapped it up Good? before. Yeah. All right. So, guys, please, if you like this episode, subscribe, comment, share, send it to your friends. The point of these episodes is to evoke thoughts and emotion and opinions, even if they're different from ours. Share it. We want to know what you guys think. And um, stay tuned for next week. That's it. Bye. Bye. Bye.